you're saving for retirement and that's good. As the big day gets closer, the question becomes, where do I stash my retirement savings? And on today's show, we're going to cover some ways to save and make sure that's a positive difference in your retirement. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Coach Pete. And if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome once again. We're back into it with Marty Neville. This is Financial Safari, and Marty Neville is the uh, head head guy. <laughs> it's his firm, Smart Money Solutions, and the author of the book, Retirement Smart America. Marty, what do we do with those savings? You know, we've been doing it for years, saving, saving, saving. Then right. it's like, well, what do we do with it? Saving, sacrificing, getting ready for the day. The, the, that, that last journey in our lives where we're going to enjoy life, right? The well, magical day. Yes. Well, there's one of the best places I recommend in a lot of cases is a fixed or fixed indexed annuity. Um, you'd be surprised. They're one of the most secure investments you can make. They're, they provide guaranteed lifetime income. They protect the money from market fluctuations. They provide a guaranteed interest. And, and, and just a whole host of different, uh, different benefits that you'd be surprised that they're going to offer you. So um, there's a lot of confusion and misunderstanding about annuities, uh, especially the fixed and fixed indexed. So people want to benefit from the upside in the markets. They're not benefiting much right now with what's happening lately with right. the correction we've been experiencing. But when the market does come back with a fixed index annuity, you can benefit from the upside without worrying about the downside. So you only have the upside potential with no downside risk. And that's the advantage of having an annuity. They're like a personal private pension plan that you are setting up yourself and you can let it let the money grow until such time as you either have to or need to take it. And then you start that guaranteed lifetime income stream for, for the rest of your life. So that's, it, there's, there's so many advantages to having a fixed or fixed indexed annuity in your portfolio. Well, that's, um, you know, the, the demise of the private sector pension, at least. It's almost gone. Um, that's how you, one of the tools you can build in a personal pension with. Right. Well, well, if you think about it, if you have a pension, it is an annuity. Social exactly. Security. Right. Social Security is an annuity. Mm -hmm. So these are, you know, there are different types of annuities, but these are actually annuity payments that you're receiving for a lifetime. Again, again uh, with it, when you have a pension, it's a lifetime pension plan. It's a, it's a lifetime income. Income stream, Social Security, it's a lifetime income stream. So it's it's an annuity. And with a with a fixed indexed annuity, you're taking your 401k or your IRAs and you're putting them into that and you're guaranteeing and you're putting yourself into a position where you're going to set up a guaranteed lifetime income stream from that money and you're going to need to live on it. So I that's the money I recommend that you put into an, an annuity so you don't lose it. Who wants to who wants to buy the same real estate over and over again? Right. And we've we've been doing that for the past, every 10 years, it seems we have a correction in the market. So it really makes a lot of sense to have a, a fixed indexed annuity in your portfolio to to protect that money. Make sure that you're getting a guaranteed rate, uh, interest rate on your money. You're always making money uh, and your money's protected. So you don't have to worry that if the market goes down, you're going to lose anything. It won't happen. Yeah. And um, and by the way, another one, my retirement plan winning the powerball is also an annuity if you take the uh, if you don't take the lump sum and i'm kidding well, I, but you're I'm right kidding. but if you do win the lottery and i have two clients that did win the lottery 
Treasury, uh-huh. uh, and you decide to take the the money over the over the twenty year period that they offer, you're getting money. You're getting that payment from an annuity company. You're not getting it from the state that you want it in. You're getting actually a, the, 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 what the ins- what the state is doing is buying an annuity. Mm-hmm. That's how safe they are. They're buying an annuity, and you're getting a payment every year or however you have it structured from an annuity company. So that's how the the lotteries uh, pay out their their winners uh, is with an annuity. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And that's not my retirement plan. Uh, I don't think I could ever win. Uh, now, your retirement <laughs> accounts, if you're in the financial. Hope is not a good strategy, Dave. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not mine at all. I don't have that in mind. I'm not that lucky. Uh, in the financial red zone, looking at your retirement accounts, and of course, Marty can not only help be a good cheerleader for boosting those accounts up, but what to do with tax strategies on that and what you'll do with those again when you retire. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. No taxes. And in most cases, I, and I say this to all my clients pretty much, you know, their biggest problem is going to be taxes because um, all their income is taxable. Don't forget Social Security is taxable. Uh, your your RMDs from your retirement accounts is taxable. If you have a pension, pension is taxable. If you have uh, a interest in dividend income, it's taxable. Rental, all your different sources of income is taxable. So you might have, you might have, you're going to have tax problems in retirement, uh, you know, and it's usually on a federal basis, not the state, because most states don't don't tax retirement income. Uh, there are there are a few states that do, but uh, most states don't. So your biggest problem might be taxes, and, and it's got a, it's a problem you need to really uh, deal with, and and protect yourself, and make sure that you're. That's why I do a lot of my clients' taxes, Dave. So as you know. Right, exactly. And and we're, we'll actually look at a proactive strategy here in one second, just to mention to reach out to Marty and schedule and talk about all of this and that transition to retirement, 888-519-9096. Marty can be reached at 888-519-9096. Now Roth IRA, uh, it's a good proactive strategy to consider. How could, how How are the ways, what are the ways you can fund that? Well, you know, you can do it via regular contributions into a 401k or even an IRA, a Roth IRA. Uh, You know, most people don't realize this, but let's just say you have a spouse and that spouse isn't working. She's been a stay-at-home mom or whatever the case might be. Uh, And so so your spouse is not working, but you can still make contributions on her behalf as a spousal IRA contribution. As long as you have the income to support it, you can do that. Um, you can do rollovers, you can do transfers, you can do conversions. So there's a lot of different ways that you can fund a Roth or a Roth IRA. Uh, and, and it's, and it's, Hey, nothing I like better in retirement than tax-free income. Right. And that provides you with tax-free income. So it's, uh, you know, there's no tax consequence by setting up a Roth. There's no tax advantage by doing it because it's an after-tax contribution, uh, but it's a tax-free distribution. So it's, it's, there's a lot of advantages to a Roth. Uh, I have a lot of clients that talk to me, should I do conversions? And in most cases, I say no uh, because of the taxes that you have to pay. But you also have to remember, if you're over 65 and you're on Medicare and you're getting your Medicare Part B, the problem with doing a Roth conversion is that's considered income and it's going to have an effect on your Medicare Part B premium. So if you if you uh, convert a hundred thousand dollars, let's say, from a traditional IRA to a Roth, that's going to be income that the IRS is that Medicare is going to look at, 
because uh, it shows up on your obviously your IRS tax return. The uh, Medicare is going to look at that and they're going to determine your in your Medicare Part B premium based on your total income. So that's one of the other reasons I don't recommend doing doing Roth conversions is because it has it, there's a consequence to it, and usually it's not a not a beneficial consequence. Yeah, and um, okay, what about looking outside of the box here? Dividends should they be considered in a bucketing strategy? Well, sure. Dividends, you know, high-paying high dividend stocks, uh, you know, I have a lot of clients that enjoy those. I have one client in particular that I'm thinking of right now who uh, he, every year he gets, uh, he gets his 1099B statement for his dividend income, and he doesn't even use the income, but he's got to pay tax on it, and, and that usually pushes him up to a higher bracket. Uh-huh. So, But with an IRA, obviously a dividend-paying stock is obviously tax-deferred, so you're not going to pay stock on it. It would be in a regular brokerage account that you get a 1099B at the end of the year and have to pay income tax on those dividends. But if you have if if you have uh, dividends in your IRA, uh, dividend paying stocks in your IRA, uh, yes, you're going to you know benefit from that because you're not going to pay tax on that. It's going to be when you start taking distributions, you'll pay tax on the total distribution as ordinary income. Health savings account. You mentioned Medicare earlier. Uh, they are really handy and great tax strategy vehicles. Absolutely. I love HSAs. So if you're in a high deductible plan at work and they offer an HSA, I recommend strongly that you contribute and contribute as much as you possibly can, either individually or on a family basis, because uh, an, an HSA is something that it, it's it's like a 401k, but it's different because an HSA you can use for medical reasons only. So distributions and it, it's, it's triple tax free. So the contribution is tax. It comes off of your income pre-tax. The distribution is tax-free, so um, and and you don't have to pay any income tax on on that whatsoever. So I recommend an HSA if you if you can if your if your company offers it. I would definitely say to contribute to it because it's something and it's it's not a use it or lose it type thing. You could take it with you after you leave your company and use it for any medically related uh, need, such as premiums on on uh, your your Medicare Part B premium or even your your Medicare supplement. You can use those that money towards any med if you need a hearing aid, if you need eyeglasses, a dental yeah. procedure, whatever. You could use that money tax free. For any purpose, so I definitely like HSAs. I, I think it's it's important if you if your company offers it to definitely contribute to it as much as you possibly can. We just covered a lot, and keep in mind, Marty's going to cover this and and even more with you on a custom basis, a custom conversation and review. If you take the time to schedule with him, and a limited opportunity at no cost, no obligation. Yeah, Dave, for the first 10 listeners of the uh, of the show today, give me a call. My number is 888-519-9096. Call that number. You'll hear my voice on the recording. Just leave me a short message, your name and phone number, and I will get back to you uh, sometime this morning, and we'll set up a time to meet either on the phone initially or at, at one of my offices, and we'll see about putting together a custom-tailored plan that meets your needs, goals, and objectives going forward into retirement and making sure that your transition into retirement is a smooth one. So for me to put together the Guaranteed Lifetime Income Plan, in addition to the Social Security Maximization Report, I do this at no cost, no obligation. So give me a call. I'm, I can be reached at 888 519 9096. 
And all you got to do is leave me a short message and I will get back to you this morning. Everybody I meet with gets a copy of my book, Retirement Smart America. A great opportunity to sit down and talk about your retirement with Marty Neville, 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. And not only in that transition to retirement, which can, can certainly seem overwhelming, but even ahead of that, uh, when you're in the financial red zone, to start getting those retirement strategies together, looking at how am I going to build into income? What am I going to do with all these vehicles that I've saved in? What are good tax strategies for me? Because they don't go away in retirement. It's a comprehensive review, and you will get a clearer picture of what your retirement can look like if you schedule 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. It's Financial Safari with Marty Neville. What's up after the break, Marty? Well, you know, and we just got done talking about where we should put our money, our retirement dollars. In the next segment, we're going to talk about places you shouldn't keep your money. Plus, we'll answer a few questions that common, they're common questions that pre-retirees are asking today, all right after the break. back with Financial Safari and Marty Neville of Smart Money Solutions. Marty Neville, the author of the book, Retirement Smart America, an Amazon bestseller. You get a copy of that when you meet with Marty, a great companion guide to all that information you're going to go over with Marty, talking about your retirement, giving you so much to consider. Well, we talked last segment, Marty, about what to do with all those savings for your retirement when you do retire. Now we're going to look at maybe where to not save. Uh, warning from Marty Neville. Uh, and, and not to say not some in some of these, or at least consider some of these, but we're, we're just going to get Marty's take on it. Uh, I I have money in a savings account. I think I won a, I mean, not one, earned an, a whopping 75 cents uh, interest on that in the last quarter. But uh, what Congratulations, about- Congratulations, Dave. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, putting it towards my retirement. What So what about savings accounts? What the, should they, how should they be considered? Well, you know, savings account are a great place to put emergency money, an emergency fund, uh, so you have extra cash available at a moment's notice. If you if you have a family emergency or any kind of other emergency, that you could reach in and grab that money. But as far as retirement money is concerned, uh, that's really not a good place to put it. Uh, I don't recommend. I do have clients that do have money in a savings account because they're not sure where else to put their money, uh, so they throw it in a savings account and it's an IRA, and and it's it's not earning much. Um, you know, most banks and savings accounts, the interest rates are going up, so their interest is a little higher these days, uh, but not much. <laughs> so uh. savings accounts, you know, uh, you know, if you get a tenth of a percent, you're happy and you're lucky. Uh, in some cases, you know, depending on how much you put in savings accounts. And again, I think a savings account is only good for having an emergency fund, which I which I strongly talk to people about and recommend that you everybody have an emergency fund for one reason or another. Uh, but, you know, savings account for retirement money is is kind of the wrong place to, to think about. Uh, you know, there's there's better options out there. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, we can even look at what some of the good options could be. But let's look at this first. CDs and money markets. But, you know, and that's even changed, though, in the last year, hasn't it? Well, CDs, again, I've, I've seen some st- CDs paying four, four and a quarter percent. Uh, but again, uh, you know, you, if you, depending on what your age is, you may have to start taking distributions from that. And if you have to cancel, you know, just like anything else, if you cancel a CD early, there's a fee. 
and and I'd hate to see you have to start paying you know surrender fees or or, or you know early withdrawal fees right. uh, from from a CD. So CDs are again CDs are a good, great might be a great place to put an emergency fund, and and the same thing with a money market. A money market is like a checking account. You know, a checking account on steroids. Usually, it pays mm. a little more interest. But again, this you know CDs, uh, the, the interest rates are going up. They're they're higher. Uh, money market accounts, you know, are similar to savings accounts or checking accounts. They're they're not really paying a lot. Uh, you'd really be hard pressed to go find a, a money market that's paying any kind of money. It's really not the right place. You should have it in, in a regular investment strategy. Uh, rather than uh, a, a CD or a money market, you know, banks, banks, they use your money to make other investments and loans. They're not, you know, they're not really there to, to, uh, you know, they, they're going to pay you as little as possible. You know, they'll pay you a half a percent maybe, but they're going to charge somebody for an auto loan 7%. So they're, they're using your money to, on other, you know, to make money on, on other ways. So it's really not necessarily the right place. It's, it's not going to kill you to have a little money there, but I would say, say more for an emergency fund than anything else. And so fixed annuity, I mean, isn't that similar? That's similar then, right? Could you get more with that? Well, a fixed annuity or a fixed indexed annuity, you know, some of the fixed annuities I, I've been offering and I have, you know, are paying four and five percent. So and and I have you know, fixed index annuities are paying even more. Mm-hmm. So, you know, plus you're, it's also like I said earlier, it's a, it's one of the safest investments you can have. Right. You don't have to worry about market risk. Uh, you have the benefit of the upside in the market with an index annuity with no downside risk. So uh, having a fixed index annuity would be the right place. Uh, a fixed annuity, again, uh, you know, you have to take distributions and the, and the banks, uh, the uh, insurance companies realize that you have to take those distributions. So they allow for that um, when it comes time that you turn the right age of 73. So uh, yes, a fixed index annuity or a fixed annuity might be a good place to put your money, but CDs and money markets would be, um, you know, an alternative, uh, just to put a little bit of money there. Uh, I, I usually don't recommend it because they're just not paying enough. And you want to try and you want to try do whatever you can to try and keep up as best you can with inflation with, with your investments, because inflation is going to erode your buying power. Oh yeah. So if you're if you're only making a half a percent on your investment and inflation is at ten percent, you're losing it. Uh, <laughs> Safely, you're losing. Plus, you got to have to take into consideration taxes as well. So you're really getting getting beat up there mm. uh, with a CD or a money market or even a savings account. All those gremlins, taxes and inflation eating away at it. Uh, that's where Marty's strategies come in. And building in that plan for your retirement, it is critical. You can schedule with Marty Neville with a call to 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. So um, we talked about banks. Other than banks, where should where should I keep my money? Well, you know, a lot of people have a lot of different investment ideas and strategies. You know, some I've had, I've talked to people that you know, Bitcoin was you know, was the was the you know name to say, and oh yeah, put your money in Bitcoin. Well, you know, we all saw what happened to to Bitcoin and some of these other cryptocurrencies. Uh, you know, I have a lot of clients that use government securities. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of clients that are pretty you know, pretty uh, advanced in their in the in the 
investing in the market. So, you know, they're, they're sophisticated in that arena. Uh, that's not my area of expertise. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I like, I like dividend paying stocks. I have, like I said, I have a client who's, you know, he always complains to me. He's, I do his income tax and every year he's got a big tax bill because of his dividends. Well, you know, that might be a good place too. And I have a lot of clients that have real estate. So there's a lot of good places to put money uh, and, and you have a good return on that money. Uh, you know, when it comes to retirement money, though, and that's really what most of my specialty is. I mean, I deal with everybody's d- different kinds of money. But uh, when it comes to their retirement money, that should be in a safe place, secure, guaranteed, insured, protected. So when the time comes that you got to take that, because you're going to be living on that money the rest of your life. Right. That's something that you want to make sure is protected uh, and not at high risk. Uh, you know, like I said, every 10 years, it seems we go through this this cycle where we have a, a you know, 30 or 40 or 50 percent correction. Uh, you know, it happened in 01. It happened in 08, 09. And it's happening again now. So uh, I hate to see my clients having to go through this. And I have, believe me, I've been sitting down with a lot of people. They're pretty sick of it, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're tired of the roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You mentioned it being insured. You know, we all know the old uh, after the bank commercial member, FDIC. What else other than savings and checking accounts are insured by the FDIC? Well, indexed annuities are, are insured. Oh, so that's FDIC. Okay. Well, it's not FDIC. No, but it's insured. It's okay. Not. What is it's FDIC? It's insured by the insurance company. So <laughs> okay. you're going to the you're going to the source of the insurance company. For example, FDIC insurance is it's 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 a combination of the government and uh, and other insurances. So Federal we, Deposit we Insurance remember, Corporation, that's it. Yeah. Right. So it's a but it is a combination and and who who insures the government? You remember during the meltdown everybody was talking about AIG and they were too big to fail. Well, the right. reason they were so-called too big to fail was they insured the government oh. and so they, they insured the government buildings they insured, they were part of fdic insurance so uh you know you have a, a variety of different kind of insurances with that with fdic uh but with when you talk about and in, in, when i talk about insurance when i talk about your your annuity being insured it's actually insured by the source of the insurance by the insurance company itself okay and there's a lot of regulations that make sure that that money's going to be safe it's going to be there it's almost like buying life insurance if you buy a life insurance policy and you die you know, your beneficiaries are going to make a claim and the, the, the insurance company can't say, well, I don't have the money right now to pay you. <laughs> right. uh, you know, they have to pay to you, you now. Mm-hmm. So they're required. There's there's a lot of regulations that require a life insurance company to make sure that that money is always available at any time it's needed. So they so the insurance company can't just say, well, I'm, I'm, I am I can't pay you now. Right. <laughs> I know. We don't want to hear way. that. Absolutely. It's security. Yeah. Yeah. What Now, in the final minute here, how much retirement savings should be in low risk investments well you know it I, it depends on what you classify as low risk i mean i look at at, at fixed index annuities being low risk uh, with high reward uh, you know and i use we use the formula we use the rule of 100 if you're say you're 65 years old uh, 65% of your money should be in a in a safe money strategy, I like to call it. Not low risk, but a safe money strategy. Yes, it is low risk, uh, but it's high return and it's high reward. Uh, and the other 35%, yeah, you can afford to lose that 35% if you, if you need to or, or if that happens because you saved 65%. So it depends on your age. Uh, the older you are, the more conservative the investment strategy to make sure that money is going to be there when you need it and want it. 
Well, here, let, let's make sure that you're planned properly and that everything's together because it, it more of it does fall on us now, but you don't have to go it alone. This guy you hear on the radio every week is specializes in retirement planning, and the guy is not me. It's Marty Neville. Here's your chance to sit down with Marty at no cost, no obligation. Absolutely, Dave. I put together these plans. I've been doing this for going on 30 years now. I love what I'm doing. I'm 66 years old. I have no intention of retiring. I just expanded and opened up another office uh, in, in, in Houston. So I'm, I'm expanding my company and, and growing as we speak. So uh, give me a call and I'll put together these plans for you at no cost or obligation. My number is 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six. All you have to do is call that number, leave me a short message, and I'll get back to you this morning, and we'll have a conversation to see what's a good time to meet, either on the phone or at the office. I have offices throughout the entire local area. So give me a call so we can start the process today, 888-519-9096. And you know something? It's not just about your money. It's also I talk to you about your estate planning. I talk to you about tax planning. Who's doing your taxes? Are you comfortable? Are you having? Are you being? Are you being taken care of on the tax wise? So it's it's important to to make sure that all of your different uh, retirement needs are taken care of, and that's what I do. Again, give me a call. My number is eight eight eight. Five one nine nine zero nine six. It's a comprehensive review, and you end uh, you walk away. Well, maybe not right away. It takes Marty a little time, probably, to prepare this. But with that that financial plan, I mean that that written financial plan that Marty says he's not going to snatch away from you, whether if you decide to not go forward with Marty. But it's a great opportunity to get a good, clear picture of your retirement, and actually, someone from someone who who's mission is to help take the mystery out of retirement planning and that feeling of being overwhelmed uh, for his clients. So you can be one of those and you can at least get this consultation where you'll walk away armed with a lot more information. 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. What's up next, Marty? Well, you know, if the federal government, if the Federal Reserve, I should say, changes interest rates, it could affect your portfolio. Coming up after the break, how you can protect your investments from changing interest rates and defend your nest egg for life. Stay tuned. We're back with Financial Safari and Marty Neville of Smart Money Solutions. Marty's book is Retirement Smart America, and that's what he's all about, retirement, but retirement done the smart way with proper planning. Marty's licensed in 19 states, and that's because when clients move, they don't want to lose Marty. They may have to get a new dentist or mechanic, but they don't want to get a new retirement partner. So Marty will just pick up a license in the state they've moved to. Ooh, we're going to talk about the Fed here, Marty. And uh, yeah, what what they've been doing, those interest rates going up. And, you know, in looking at uh, what the Fed is supposed to do and maybe even what the Fed can do, there are not many tools in their arsenal are there to, to, to battle inflation. That's true. Well, that's that's the whole idea with it raising it. Their, their their whole function lately is to is to battle inflation. Inflation is a supply uh, issue, you know, supply and demand. When if demand is higher than supply, obviously prices go up and inflation goes up. Well, you know, we have you cure those supply uh, issues that we've been having of late in the past couple of years, and inflation will correct itself. But yes, with higher interest rates, you know, I remember the days, and you probably do too, Dave. I, you know, you're you're younger than I am, but uh, 
the days of 17 and 18 and 19% interest rates on CDs and whatnot. Yeah, that's like late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, yeah, back in the day, the 80s there when, when you know, when inflation was rampant, it was double digit uh, like it is now. Um, interest rates were in the 20s. So uh, it was crazy. But yes, uh, you know, with the Fed, you know, their, their, their three powers are, you know, to maximize employment and, and, and have stable prices. Uh, economic growth is, is part of what they look at and increase consumer uh, income and spending. So, so, you know, the Fed, their, their, their outlook uh, for, the ne- for the near future, the way I see it, is they're going to be raising interest rates, and uh, you know they're trying to control inflation with interest rates, which usually, <laughs> what it's doing is just it's okay. It's the, the housing market has slowed down, uh, you know, business business uh, borrowing has slowed down. So it it has it has other consequences as well, uh, but you know so again, inflation is caused by supply issues. Solve the supply issues, and inflation will correct itself. You know, someone listening now will go, I mean, they certainly have been keeping up with this and they're, they're thinking, okay, they certainly are thinking, all right, what are these actions by the Fed going to do with the economy? They're hoping it'll bring down inflation, but they're mostly, I think, thinking how, how do these changing interest rates affect my investments? Well, you know, and depending on what your investments are in, uh, you know, they could be they could be to your advantage with higher interest rates. Again, CD rates have gone up. I've seen CDs, uh, you know, as high as four, four and a quarter percent in some cases. So, you know, uh, it's having a positive effect, but it's it's you know, it's making it harder for businesses to borrow. So it's increasing those costs. So you're seeing an increase in cost of goods and services because they're paying more to borrow more. Uh, so it's kind of having a, a, a the, the negative effect when interest rates go up because businesses, you know, a lot of businesses are are, are heavy into borrowing uh, for their for their you know working capital and whatnot. Well, if they're borrowing higher at higher interest rates, they have to charge more to cover those costs. So same thing with you know with uh, trucking, you know the trucking. The look at the still the cost of uh, of diesel fuel is high. So what's happening is they're passing along those with surcharges. They're passing along those costs uh, to the end user, the consumer, uh, because of the cost of getting goods to the various uh, stores that you buy things from. Because so it's so it's 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 kind of counterproductive, um, and and it, but in some cases it might help your investments. It's uh, not going to help inflation because obviously inflation again is a supply issue. Supply and demand. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of counterproductive. It kind of cools things off, and, th- and that cools off the economy, which is, in, in to a certain degree, a good thing. You know, the days of the uh, the best economy that we ever had a few years ago uh, is that's that's definitely in the rearview mirror. Yeah, for now at least, definitely. <laughs> We're looking at interest rates and where they are now, and how and what kind of role they play on us and. And if us is near retirement, if us being a group of people nearing retirement, I should say, um, how does that affect our retirement planning? Marty Neville certainly takes uh, the changing of the economic landscape into consideration and keeps up with it in working with his clients. Marty can be reached with a call to 888-519-9096, 888 
888-519-9096. And looking at uh, the past, trying to learn a little bit from history, you mentioned the late 70s uh, and early 80s, that period, and that was Paul Volcker who came into the end of the Carter administration and up till 87 in the Reagan administration, and he did drastically raise interest rates. But then, you know, we could look also at the history of 2007, 2008, and, and the manipulation by the Fed. Right. Well, you know, they were trying to trying to revive the economy. Uh, so they lowered interest rates. And I remember when interest rates were just at about zero uh, up until recently, actually. Um, and as you know, it, basically, the economy is going to recover on its own. You know, yeah, interest rates, interest rate cuts helped because it, it cut the cost of borrowing uh, the housing. You know, it helped housing because people were able to afford mortgage more readily. So yes, uh, cutting interest rates uh, helped, you know, but they're talking about, you know, uh, raising interest rates here, you know, every quarter, um, you know, for the next year or two. So it, that, that's, that's going to have a detrimental effect, especially on the housing mm. market, uh, which, you know, a lot of first time home buyers are just being beat out of the market. They just can't, they can't afford to buy. So uh, if you're just getting started in life, and you're starting your new career or whatnot, um, you know, buying a house at, you know, eight or nine percent interest rates which you know you're looking at because uh it, interest rate increases are going to have that uh, have that you know that effect uh you, you're you know it's going to really have an impact overall and that's going to affect the economy because when you you know housing you know just doesn't affect buying a house you know you're talking about buying appliances and carpeting and furniture and uh, you know all the different things that go into a house uh, uh that uh, the different industries are affected by it all so uh, you know, they, they, the, the Fed has, has handled past crisis, some good, uh, some not so good. So, <laughs> right. it's, uh, you know, you can't not, totally learn not, from history because it's, yeah, it's you can't, you, know, you can't, apples you can't get a really, uh, a, a, you can't get the best picture by looking at how they handled certain crises that we've had over the years. But, you know, we've had our share of them, believe me. And, and here we go again. So, so just keep your fa your seatbelts fastened folks. And, and, uh, I know hope isn't a good strategy, but let's hope for the best. And stay tuned to this show because Marty does stay on top of this. And I, if you can explain the inverse relationship between interest rates and bonds, I, I always think of it as uh, the seesaw in the playground, you know, where the, the one kid, uh, when you're up in the air, steps off of it to make you crash to the ground. It may not be necessarily <laughs> like that, but it is an inverse relationship. Exactly. You know, people say, well, bonds are, you know, let's go into bonds because they're safe. Well, as interest rates go up, bond values go down. As interest rates go down, bond values go up. Well, interest rates on the, at the current time are going up, so bond values are going down. They, they, you know, because interest rates are up, they are, you know, some, some bond issues are paying more in interest. Uh, and it depends on wh where you're doing this and, and what kind of bonds you're buying. But at the same time, as interest rates go up, the values go down. So, yes, you have to be aware of that and make sure that uh, you're, you're not ha too heavy in bonds because the values are going down and uh, because interest rates are going up. They just that's how they've always worked. And, uh, you know, too many people think that, you know, oh, yeah, we got to go into bonds because they're safe. Well, not necessarily, you know, they might be safe, but, you know, you're still going to have, a, you know, fluctuating values for sure. What other effects on whatever we may have in our portfolio do the uh, rising interest rates have on it? 
Well, you know, when interest rates go up, you know, again, it's, it affects everything. It affects, yes, some good, some bad. But, you know, mortgage rates go up. Uh, borrow, by business borrowing goes up. Uh, you know, things are, you know, bonds again, they're sensitive, they're interest rate sensitive. So you're going to have those fluctuations in bond values going down because of interest rate increases. And when interest rates fall, you know, bond prices rise, mortgage rates go down, uh, stock market gains. So there's there's a lot of advantages to falling interest rates. But right now, you know, the Fed is uh, trying to trying to, you know, forestall inflation and the economy by raising interest rates, which, in a, you know, it's cooling things off, especially in the housing market. Uh, but you have to really, you know, give that give that some thought and, you know, which which direction are you going to go in mm-hmm. when it comes to investing of, of your retirement dollars? Planning your retirement based on not only the current state of the economy, but a plan that can weather all states of the economy. That's Marty's mission. Here's your chance to schedule with Marty a very comprehensive review at no cost, no obligation. Absolutely. And the reports I'm going to put together also are very comprehensive and you can take them with you. They're, they're, they're go up to age 100. These are not short-term plans that I'm putting together for anybody. They're long-term plans. They're going to cover you for the rest of your life, at least to age 100. Hopefully you'll live that long and you'll have a good quality of life, mm-hmm. but give me a call so we can set up a plan to, to for you, custom tailored, 888 888- is my number. All you got to do is call that number, leave me a short message, and I will get back to you sometime this morning, and we'll set up a time to meet and put together these plans for you. Again, everything is custom tailored for your wants, needs, goals, and desires for the rest of your life, at least to age 100. 888-519-9096. Nine six. And Marty knows the importance of having the, the multiple streams of income in your retirement, you're building in that personal pension. Uh, he talked about uh, and always talks about tools at his disposal in his tool belt to build that in. But another income stream is Social Security. So that's another part of this review. You can schedule uh, maximizing your Social Security and your claiming decisions. So again, to schedule with Marty, 888-519-9096, 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six, and this conversation is going to be about your retirement. So you can really get specific in this conversation and this comprehensive review. And he invites all your questions, any you think of, after you call this number and schedule up until the time you meet with Marty. I mean, even jot some down if they come into your mind, uh, so that you can ask them when you get in front of Marty and helps him learn about you, your concerns, how you see your retirement too. All of that is critical in coming together to get this plan together for you. 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Well, Marty, it's the way we, I don't even need to ask you what we're doing because it's the way we've closed this show for years. Yeah, and you're right, Dave. It is all about you. When you sit, when we get together, I, all I care about is you and, and putting together a plan that's for you. You, if you're married, for you and your spouse. So uh, after the break, we're going to tackle uh, listener questions that came in over the past week. So stay tuned. Financial Safari, and we're moving into Q&A with the, uh, well, the author of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America, 
the man who heads up the firm Smart Money Solutions. That is Marty Neville, our get-together every week, giving us so much to consider. And it, it does amaze me that, you know, we, we talk retirement every week here, Marty, but it's always that fresh approach every week. And we've been doing this for years now, and it's just so much to consider in retirement planning. It's a yeah, lot of absolutely. Yeah, I'm 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 here for you, whatever your concern is. And that's that's that, too, is one of the questions I ask. What are your biggest concerns and how do we address them? So, yeah, well, we talked about uh, when you schedule with Marty and you call that number and schedule with him. He invites you, encourages you to jot down any questions that come to mind before you meet with him. And we do always appreciate the questions from listeners. So we have one from Frank here. He says, I'm in the phase-out range for my Roth IRA. My spouse and I both contribute to Roth IRAs. Now that I'm in the phase-out range, I don't want to deal with the hassle of excess contributions each year. Does it make sense for me to split my 401k into some Roth and some traditional contributions, or would I be better off taking the tax deduction for the full amount of the 401k as traditional? Well, you know, it doesn't say how old you are, Frank, uh, but... Uh, you know, don't forget, you, you can contribute $30,000 this year into either a traditional or a Roth. Uh, $30,000, if you go into the traditional side, will come off of your taxable income pre-tax. So you're going to have $30,000 less in taxable income on your salary. So I, I kind of like that. I think that might be, it depends on, and it doesn't say how much you have in both your traditional and your a Roth. So I would say maybe, you know, at this phase of your life that obviously you're getting close to retirement, it might be in your best interest to, but again, we should sit down and have a conversation so I can know more about your situation and know more about your, your values uh, to make a full determination. But it might be in your best interest to take that $30,000 tax deduction mm. um, off of your taxable income and put it into the traditional side of the 401k. Uh, it's a, it's a probably you may be able to do it online or you just a call to HR and have them switch it. But, um, yeah, you know, there are certain hassles you can deal with. You know, there's income limitations for Roth contributions. So if you're if you're at that point, there are no income limitations for for traditional um 401k contributions. So it might be in your best interest at this point to, to put the money and, and make those contributions into the traditional side and uh, take the tax deduction. Well, and you can certainly talk with Marty more about this, Frank. Thanks so much for the question. Marty can be reached at 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. From Ben, I keep hearing it's a great time to invest in bonds. We were just talking about bonds. Did I miss the boat, or is that still true with the market and the economic climate? Well, you know, to a certain degree, yes, you miss the boat because interest rates are climbing and bond values are going down. Mm -hmm. So I usually don't recommend putting a, a, a substantial amount of money in bonds at this point. Yes, interest rates eventually will come down. I'm, I, I don't think it's going to be for a number of years that we're going to see interest rate declines. Uh, so if, if you're so inclined to want to put money into bonds, I would not put a substantial amount because the values are decreasing as interest rates go up. So I would definitely uh, reconsider that uh, that thought that you were going to put some money into uh, into some bonds. So uh, there's other other investments that you can consider. It doesn't again this your your question Ben didn't say how old you were or or um, what, what your what your time frame is as far as retirement is concerned. But um, yeah, I think I think I would my opinion would be to wait it out as far as bonds are concerned. 
Yeah, and, and, and Marnie makes a great point, too. It does help if you submit a question, if you could throw in your age. Uh, Lisa, my husband has an IRA rolled over from a prior 401k. Recently, we were made aware that he can combine it with his current 401k. What are the pros, if any, and cons in taking that path? Well, you know, there, the pros would be uh, the 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 way you can invest it, depending on what, who's who's the administrator of the 401k. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cons would be uh, you're back in the market. So right. depending on where you depending on where you put the IRA that you rolled over from that prior 401k. Uh, you may you may be going from the fire pan from the frying pan right into the fire, uh, depend you know based on what the markets are doing these days. Uh, most people are trying to save their save their accounts by not going into the market too heavily, um, and you know four hundred one ks are all market based, so you've got to really be careful uh, if you're going to take a, an IRA. They you know and and it's really be difficult for me to believe that. They'll take an IRA that's already been rolled over and put it into your 401k. So you really, you know, I would confirm that to make sure that your company will take an IRA uh, that's already been rolled over. So um, most companies don't do that. They'll take a 401k from a previous and and most companies don't even want to do that uh, unless it's the same companies. You know, for example, Uh, Fidelity is managing your 401k at another company and your, uh, your, your new company is also Fidelity. Yeah, you can you can do a simple rollover, but you've already rolled it over to an IRA. So, uh, you know, we could have a discussion about that. But, uh, you know, there, there are pros and cons, you know, that that, uh, that it might not be in your best interest to take that money, depending on what you put it into. Uh, you know, again, I like fixed index annuities uh, for your for your retirement money. It, it's safe. You're guaranteed. You're insured. You're protected. You're earning a good return on your money. And you don't have to worry about market risk. So uh, that, that might be something else to consider as well. Daniel uh, listed his parents' ages, whether they liked it or not. He says, my parents, who are 64 and 57, were talking about life insurance. And this is from Daniel, their son. He said, I read on Reddit that it's a scam. Are there benefits I'm not considering? I just want to protect them. Well, stop reading Reddit. <laughs> well, that you know, I've never seen anything on Reddit that seemed positive. It's just like people complain, but no, it's not a scam. I can no, answer life that. Insurance, one. <laughs> you know, life insurance is not a scam. I mean, there's different types of life insurance that do different things for different people. I mean, I put together life insurance programs and plans for people that provide them with lifetime tax-free income streams. So life insurance has a place. Your your parents are still young. They're 64 and 57. So depending on what they're trying to accomplish, do they need life insurance? Do they need the death benefit or are they looking for income from a life insurance program? So there there's different kinds of benefits that you're not considering. Um, and yes, and they would be protected as well uh, if they're healthy and if they qualify for life insurance. So there's there's different types of life insurance that do different things. Right. Uh, and and you know don't discount the fact that life insurance might be to your you can't to make your that advantage. broad statement. I'm not saying he yeah, did, that, but whoever on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely yeah. painting a very broad brush, uh, you know, uh, statement there by saying that, um, uh, you know. He's he's not considering because he read some some negative or whatever he read, 
uh, yeah, I don't know of much life insurance that there's no scams out there. You know, there's different programs that have, that are that different, you know, you could see, look on TV and they have these final expense commercials that, you know, you don't have to go through a medical exam, you know, but you're only getting 15 or $20,000 in death benefit and who knows what the premiums are for that. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, and that's life insurance. Let's be honest. It's issued by a, a life insurance company. Uh, but there's different types of life insurance out there. Uh, I would say, I would rather meet with your parents and have a discussion and see what they're what they're talking about, what their goaling, what their goal is as far as using life insurance for what purpose. But, you so know that that would be that would be my my desire would be wanting to sit down with them and find out what they're trying to accomplish using life insurance. Well, it's great that he's thinking about protecting them. Thank you, Daniel, for the question. Let's go to Robert. Uh, we've got about a minute to get this one in from Robert. He says, my wife wants me to work until I'm 60 or even longer. I've shown her the calculations and she still doesn't think we have enough to retire. Anyone else have this problem? And if so, how, how did you convince your significant other that retirement was possible? Well, sit down with me hmm. and I'll put together a guaranteed lifetime income plan that's going to show what kind of income you're expecting, what kind of income you're looking for, what kind of income you want. Uh, you're going to have to tell me how much income you're going to want. You know, and, it's, and I base it based on what your salaries are. You know, if you make $100,000 in in salary on an annual basis you know in retirement you're probably looking at 70 to 80 thousand dollars in retirement income so um, i don't know if you have enough um yeah we can we can have a meeting we can sit down we can i can put together a plan for you and it'll spell it out in black and white for you so uh it's an easy problem to solve i do it every day <laughs> i meet with people and put together these these guaranteed lifetime income plans they go to age 100 they're all custom tailored to your specific wants, needs, goals, and desires. Uh, so, yes, it's it's yes. A lot of people have this problem. They don't think they have enough uh, until they see the report. And once they see the report, and it's going to spell out what to anticipate, and what to expect in retirement. Uh, it's a good thing. So they're, they're really going to enjoy it. So yeah, give me a call so we can put together these plans for you again at no cost or obligation too. And if anything has resonated with you on the show uh, yourself uh, today, please call Marty. And if it's an, it's an opportunity at no cost, no obligation to sit down and talk about you and your retirement. And he offers these limited at no cost, no obligation. Yeah, give me a call again. My, he said it, my number 888-519-9096. And we'll set up a time to meet, whether it's on the phone initially as a consultation on the phone or uh, a meeting at the office, which I prefer. I like meeting with uh, new people and putting together these plans for you. But it depends on everybody's schedule. So I, I won't know until you call 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six, and I do this all at no cost or obligation. I'm not a fee based advisor, so I'm not going to have you bring your checkbook and write me a check to pay for any of my services. Uh, the only time I write you have you write a check is if I'm doing a living trust for you, or if I'm doing your taxes, and I only do taxes for clients. So keep that in mind. Eight 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 five one nine nine zero nine six is my number. And uh, it's a great call you can make today because, and especially if if you don't yet have a plan, if you haven't started that planning process, or if you're not confident in what you have in place for your retirement, it's a great second opinion opportunity as well. So one more time to schedule with Marty, 888-519-9096, 888 
519-9096. As always, thanks so much for joining us. Hope you have a great week, and hopefully you can be back with us next week. But as we mentioned, we Marty finds a way to take a fresh approach every week on this show. So it's another conversation on what to consider with proper retirement planning coming up next week on Financial Safari. We'll see you then. Coach P. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.